Welcome to the MD Show. You are in the zone with Bianca Banks and Jasmine Shannon. Two women touching on current and cultural events, discussing generational perspectives. We are mother and daughter, women of color on our grind. Buckle up your seatbelts and welcome to the, the MD Show. Welcome back, MD Show here on Dash Radio, Boomerang Station. I'm your host, Bianca Banks. And I'm your host, the new Mrs. Megan's. It's Tuesday, y'all. It's Taco Tuesday. Yes, it is. We love a Taco Tuesday. We love Taco Tuesday. Okay, so we're going to get right into it. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Wow, right? I had a really good time. I did, too. So... You know, now that I'm married, everybody, there's like nine nine grandparents that I'm having to like battle through. And so we did um, <laughs> a pre-Thanksgiving with my mom's side on Sunday before Thanksgiving. And then we left Wednesday to go up north. I do have to say, I feel like the Banks Thanksgiving um, was better food-wise. I'm talking about the food, obviously, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the food. Are you for real? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I did well, I was... on actual Thanksgiving, but you know how we do, you know. So. But Omi, Omi's, I tried Omi's yams. Omi is Dylan's grandma, everyone. I tried Omi's yams. I tried Omi's greens. I tried her cabbage. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, well, good. No, I really enjoyed, you know, for me, you know that I like doing this and maybe like you all can do this too. Um, we like to celebrate the actual holiday before the actual holiday because like when you are from a city, you know, and so you have family and then you have like a bunch of friends, it's hard to, you know, to have and to, you know, to join with your family and then you have the day, but then all your friends are like texting you and pulling on you. Like, are you going to stop by? Are you going to stop by? You know what I mean? So it's easier for us to kind of like just get it out the way before. And then on the actual day, without, you know, we usually do like a breakfast or something like that with the family. And then that way you can have the whole day to kind of like hop, you know, house hop and go with your friends and visit and fellowship because, you know, a lot of our friends, Jay, they don't, they're not from here and they don't go home. You know, so they they want, you know, oftentimes they're having celebrations and dinner and they want to see us. So it's easier for us to do it like that. You know, something else that was interesting that I saw that I honestly was like, wait a second, was um, the, the shade room, like the blog posts were posting like celebrities making their food. And like this year's Snee Slapper was people mixing the mac and cheese with their hands um, before they put it in the oven. So like mixing it, like mixing the egg, the whatever you put in your mac and cheese, they were mixing it with their, with the hands. And we were like, wait a second, this is gross. Yeah. Like it's crazy, right? It's not not, like I'm, the only time I use my hands for things is if I'm really, to be honest, when I'm seasoning meat, I like have to, I like I'm spreading out all the seasoning and making sure that it's getting on every part of the meat. But I've never done that for like 
mixing a casserole mac and cheese. Like that's just weird. Yeah, I noticed um, that this year, to your point, there is a heavy um, emphasis on social media and food and like preparation and what people were eating and things like that. And I, I, yes, like there was like a lot of the hand stuff. And then there was like other stuff like, um, like little like balls made of like macaroni and then like dressing and then like the cranberry sauce, you know, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I saw, I, I saw a Thanksgiving potato like a baked potato or it, it was a sweet potato or a, or a yam. Don't really know, but they gut the potato and then like each sliver had like something different. So the top of the like potato was mac and cheese. Then it was greens. Then it was like Turkey. Then it was dressing. Then it was, then it was yams. It was like, I was like, wait, so wait, what's going on? So you guys just went up with all of the entire plate in one potato. Like, I, it just is like hilarious what people do. Yeah, it, it's 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 becoming very interesting. Now, some of the things I will have to say, I have been inspired. Um, and you know how when you start, you know, going to certain like things on social media, then it knows that you've gone to these things. So these things now start automatically packing, um, popping up into your timeline. You know what I mean? So because now I'm really kind of into food, you know, I mean, it's getting colder here in LA. So this is what we do. You know, when it's getting cold, we stay home more and we cook. So I've been looking at all these recipes, right? So I see like more and more things coming up on my timeline. And some of them I've actually tried and they've been really good. But like earlier I saw like a taco muffin. And so like you, you know, like inside the the muffin is like the ground, whatever, turkey or beef, then like cheese, beans, rice, you know? And then I'm like, it's getting (laughs) crazy. Things like that. I like to stay traditional. You know what I mean? Like I want my taco to be a taco. I don't want taco lasagna. I don't want, you know, oh, there was um, taco spaghetti. I don't want that. You know what I mean? Right. It's like. Or, or or hamburger pizza. No. keep Just keep it, keep it, you know, all the way. So, yeah. So that was interesting. So I don't know because we, we have this, you and I have this kind of issue every year too. So once we do Thanksgiving, it's like you don't want Christmas to be like the same menu, you know? So now it's the time to like develop the Christmas menu. She does some ideas. I think last year I did like um, um, turkey meatloaf really good. Um, you know, potatoes, stuff like that. So you guys can make a difference. And we know but. that Jasmine does um, the the gumbo. So that will be happening. Yeah. You know, the gumbo. And then of course for New Year's, you do your black eyed peas, you know? Um, so, and then of course, right after Thanksgiving, you guys is black Friday. Right. And you know, it's like, we're, we're supposed to be in a recession and everybody's supposed to be broke and poor and like all this stuff. And I heard this morning that, um, black Friday, um, a, com- a combined, you know, from in person and online, that U.S. Americans we spent eleven point three billion dollars. <laughs> so I'm like, somebody somewhere got some money, y'all. <laughs> what? 
I feel like some families like literally have a Black Friday like piggy bank that they put into every year. Like it must be because I'm like, but I don't even mess around with that. Like this year just honestly felt like, uh, uh-uh. like I, I don't know. Black Friday is just, it, I think it's like a different beast that I'm just not ready to tackle. Not ready to tackle. So, and also for me, this is my struggle and I'm sure that you guys have the same struggle. So I, I found out, right? I found out about 15 years ago, I guess, that the purpose of Black Friday is to, you know, get all your Christmas shopping out the way. I thought it was like, just, you know, just go shopping type of thing, you know? So, <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. So I actually, you know, had to jump on all of this and I went to the outlets because, you know, I think what they did this year was they started the Black Friday, like the week of Thanksgiving, you know, to, so to encourage people to get out there, obviously it worked. The Monday before, right. Yeah. So I went and I was like, okay, this is my list for my family, minus my mom, because she's a toughie like i don't know what to get her but you know it was like you you dylan my son you know and then like halfway into the day i was like i had bought so much stuff i was like wait i still haven't got to the list and i felt guilty you know so i had to start executing and so i did get some things done but now i'm like okay now i really got to go into overdrive because what i would like to accomplish is by the 15th of December, I want everything to be done. Like, I don't want to be, I hate going out like, you know, those people, right? Christmas Eve, the week of Christmas, they're scrambling, trying to, I can't stand that. And then today is also Travel Tuesday, where like these, um, I guess all the, there's discounts on like cruises, trips, tickets, you know, so forth. So that Jasmine could be something that you could take advantage of because you travel all the time. Yes. Wait, did you, did you see about the, you're talking about the flight, like the flight bundle? So there's like different things. There's like different things that different, you know, um, companies are offering, but tell me about the bundle. But I'm, I'm saying, I'm talking about the airlines bundling. So what they're saying that they're saying that you can like pay $800 a year. For like unlimited oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that. That's the um that's the like you can now purchase a companion pass. Yeah. Like it's not a companion, it's like a um so like for example, like if my friend works for the airline and then they add me under them, like you know, you can travel whenever you want. So basically now they're offering that pass that you can just right. purchase outright. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, yeah, there yeah, there's an actual pass like that anyone can purchase. But I'm like, what? Where's the fine print? If they could offer that um, on Delta, like I'm gonna check their their tickets today. Well, of course because... it's Frontier. Of course it's Frontier that's doing it. So <laughs> you know, and I that's like Frontier th- th- or no, it's JetBlue that bought Spirit. Yes, it is. It is. And which is like, you know, that's like the greyhound of the sky. It's like, just get on and get in. Let's go. You know, which, which right. is, it, that's like good for people. You know what I mean? But yeah, I feel like. Flights be expensive, y'all. 
They do. They do. But I feel like for, I feel like, like those passes are good for if you're going like short distances, like your flight's 30 minutes, 40 minutes an hour. But like for five hours, you know, I can't do Frontier for five hours, y'all. I'm sorry. Right. We're going to need the, uh, (laughs) yeah, an upgrade at that point. I'm going to need to lay down. So what was your favorite dish of the holiday? Okay. My favorite dish of the holiday this time. Um, I would have to say, honestly, um, my, my dressing, I, I really liked it. Yeah, it you know? was good. Yeah, it was perfect. Not too sweet, not too bland, or not too salty, and not too plain. Because you know, Nana will tell you if there's not enough salt in something. Um, but it was perfect. I loved it. You definitely mastered it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And but you know, but I'm not a person that, um, and I'm sure you're like this too. Like. I can't just eat that. You know what I mean? Because it has to be like a combination. So it's like, if I'm going to eat the dressing, then I have to make a little bit of macaroni and cheese. And then I have to make a little bit of, um, you know, like some, like maybe like sweet potatoes or something to go with it. And then it's like, okay, that was so good, you know? And, yeah. and also, and also you guys, okay, this is a, this is a great way to end this topic. Dressing versus stuffing. <laughs> Our friend, um, Gabrielle was talking about, right yeah you guys she was on i think good morning america and they were having like they were asking questions about thanksgiving she was like it's yams not sweet potato but you know (laughs) you know we have we have our own ways and i you know and 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 dressing is definitely uh what it is it's definitely not stuffing i mean whatever floats your boat you know Whatever floats your boat, but it's definitely dressing. I feel like stuffing is when people like take bread and they cut it into like chunks and then they like add chicken broth and then they add like a celery stick. Dressing is used with cornbread, everybody. We don't use bread. We use cornbread. That's the difference, everybody. Well, you know what? Listen, this is a, this is a, actually, we could do a whole show on this. This is a great debate, but because my grandmother would use both like cornbread and bread. The difference to me is that the stuffing is what's inside the turkey, like stuffing your turkey with, you know, with like those seasonings and then you cook it all together. The dressing to me is on the side. You know what I mean? Cause it's, that's what you're dressing up the turkey. You're not stuffing the turkey. So those are like the big differences, you know, but, um, that was a very, that was very, that was very good explanation for everybody, mom. That was great. You see what I'm saying? That's just like, it's easy. Um, but we, as you know, um, a culture, typically um, we don't stuff the turkey with, like, I don't want to stuff a raw turkey with like all kinds of stuff and then eat, the, like, I don't want to do that. Just go ahead and separate it. Just separated, boo. Okay, so we'll be right back after this.
Something about your hands on my body Feels better than any man I ever met Something about the way you just give me I'm trying not, don't cause I can't forget
Christmas is all the time when I'm with you. That's what I'm trying to say, you know? <laughs> all right, all right. So welcome back um, here on the MD Show Dash Radio, Boomerang Station. Um, we just finished talking about Thanksgiving and our favorite things and fellowshipping. And so now we're going to go into like a serious topic, y'all. Um, we have got to, and let me tell you, when even in New York, like everybody was talking about this, even like at the department stores, like we have to talk about um, Shanquilla Robinson. This story is so heartbreaking. It, you know, it's like, me being a mom and now you being a mom, Jay, like, you know what I mean? It just puts like an extra, like, you know, like a just a heaviness on your heart. But um, I'm sure you all have heard about this. But if not, we'll give you the background. This young woman, 25 years old, um, went on a trip um, in October with her, um, with six other people, I guess. I'm not going to say that they were friends because we know how the story ends. And, um, and then, um, she got there on the 28th and then on the 29th, her friends or friends, um, called her mom and said that she, um, needed medical attention because she, um, drank too much. She had alcohol poisoning. And so then, um, that like uh, a couple hours later, they called um, her parents to let them know that she had died from alcohol poisoning. And they all um, pack up and leave and head back to North Carolina, where they're from, and drop her luggage off at her mom and dad's house. Okay. So over the next few days, um, you know, the friends, they're grieving with the family. They come to visit the family. They're consoling with the family. And then all of a sudden, this video goes viral where the girl is being seen beaten to death by the group. Okay. So, um, what say you? I'm like, before we get to the second part. Uh, I mean, I've been on a, a girl's trip to Cabo, you know what I'm saying? So, like... I was like, and my mom and I like resonated with that when we, when we heard the story, cause we were like, dang, like that could be any gr- friend group where there's jealousy or there's, you know, other factors. Um, luckily the girls who I went with are like my sisters and obviously my mom would not send me there if she felt like, oh, those aren't your real friends. And these, and that's really because I share everything with my mom, like in regards to my friendship. So she would be like red flag, you know, um, obviously not everyone has that relationship with their parents. Um, but it's unfortunate, you know, that there are people that are like this. And as soon as I heard, and then I watched the video, I was like, I immediately said to my mom, I was like, this was like planned. This was, not oh or, or no she she said it was planned my thing was they're attacking her like there is a reason there was there 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 i like i first said to her like well it seems like they found something out and 
this is their way of communicating about, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, which is unhealthy and dangerous and sickening and disgusting because that's not how you should ever communicate with your friends or people that you associate yourself with enough to go on a trip with them. But it it was so aggressive. And then to see her not fight back um, in the video was also concerning. Like, you know, if I'm, if I'm an investigator and I'm looking at this fight, I'm looking at the body language, I'm looking at, okay, what's being said. Um, the person, the, this video that I watched, the person who's recording says, you're not going to fight back. She's like, no, she responds and says, no, calmly. She's not screaming. She's not, there's no type of aggression coming from her at all. She's literally like at this point, dead weight and just allowing them to do whatever to her, which, which made me feel like she felt that she deserved whatever type of beating she was getting dealt, you know, in like a, in like a manipulative way. Like they probably manipulated her to feel like, okay, like you're, this is, you're about to get your ass beat because, and this is what, whatever. And then you're just like, so, um, like, I don't know, I don't know what word, but so defeated that you're just like not going to fight back because how, how they were fighting her. I've personally never been in a fight, but I would at least fight back. Like they're, they, they, they were fighting in, in the, in the intention to hurt her, not to, um, give her a black eye or bust her lip. Like it was like, we want there to be serious retaliation, you know? Um, and it was just very interesting. Like, I'm like, what? I'm like, at this point, we already know that there was nothing found in her system that indicated, because I was like, okay, well, maybe they drugged her. Maybe they, you know, you know, whatever, whatever. So she was so incoherent. But then, of course, they get the autopsy back and there's no alcohol in her system after they had said that she was drinking. You know what I'm saying? So it's like what I really am wanting to know and I want there to be a full um, explanation because now there's the video and now they can't run away from the situation. Well, a couple things to your point. Um, The first thing is that if someone yes, to your point, had called me about that you have alcohol poisoning in Mexico and we have to get her treatment. I'm on the next flight out. I mean, that's just the bottom line. But also, um, there may not, like, they may not have had, you know, the means financially to do that, Um, which is also, like, you know, unfortunate because those are, like, the things that we don't think about. But, I mean... Yeah, it would have just been a no bueno. I mean, like, even the friends coming back, like, dropping off your things, like, you're just, you know, like, like, that's what you do if you're, like, taking a a puppy to the pound. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just going to drop her stuff off here? No, that's not going to happen either. Like, I would have been, like, at the police. I would have been, you know. And so, um, you know, her father has been speaking out, uh, you know, in the in the past few days. And he's like, you know, it's just really upsetting to see him because 
he is saying that, you know, I will never, I will never be a grandfather. I will never be, you know, able to walk my daughter down the aisle. Like this was their only child. Um, and he was saying that most importantly, you know, he feels that social media played a huge role in pushing for um, the next phase in this um, death, which is now that um, the FBI is involved and um, they have pressed the Mexican authorities for extradition and um, charges against at least one of the people in the in the group, which is not enough for me because the fact that no, oh, we forgot to we, we forgot to talk about this part. Um, the video was filmed by everybody that was there, like everybody was in the room watching this, and so again, Jasmine, you brought up a great point. This this wasn't like a spat and like let's move on. It's like so what was going to happen after this? Like what was like you just supposed to go back into the tr- into the trip like let's just say, you know what I mean, like nothing happened and just carry on the rest of the trip? No. And I also don't, you know, the uh Mexican authorities have to really investigate this because I'm wondering when were their original return flights booked? Like you can't just change a flight all, like all of a sudden when you're in Mexico. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get on the, you know, no. Like, you know, you have to, like, it's cost money, number one. You know, there's, and- like, there's, like, there's, like, detailed forms that you have to fill out. Which day are you returning? How many days will you be here? I mean, we all, you know, who, whoever's been to Mexico or even Hawaii, I think you have to do the same thing. How many days will you be here? What are you claiming? Oh, and then, okay, this is the other T. When she was on the flight on the way to Mexico, she claimed over $10,000 cash. We forgot about that part, guys. And then and then a part of retrieving all of her things, they, um, they can't find the $10,000, number one. Number two, I guess there also is some tea that she paid for a part, port, more of the portion of the trip. Um, so it's like, what's going on? Because if you just wanted to take $10,000 from her, which is like, okay, between all nine of y'all, that's like $100, just being funny, guys. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, what are you, what, what are you going to get out of, you know, this information? Like, and then it's like weird. It's just weird. Like, I think that they had been planning this way before they got on this trip. They somehow convinced her to to bring $10,000 cash. And, and it is normal for you to... um bring cash. Like, like me and Dylan, when we went on our honeymoon, we were like, we need to get cash out before we go, but we forgot. So we ended up having to get it there, which is so expensive, but you know, it it is makes sense for you to get the cash before there's also exchange stations at the airport, um, you know, for you to do that, um, in, in, in the United States and when you land. Um, so we get it. But why do you need $10,000 for four days in Mexico? Like, what do you need $10,000 for? That doesn't even make yeah. sense. Like, like, if we were going to Italy and, like, everyone's like, hey, or, like, you know, she's like, okay, everyone Venmo me your portion of the $10,000 and I'll make sure we have cash. But, like, still, you're going to Mexico. You don't even need that much money for that many days unless you're literally going shopping and then at that point, it's like, what? What are you going shopping in Mexico for? For ten thousand? It's fine. I don't know. It just, it just, it's just very weird and eerie. It doesn't make sense. 
Yeah. And so um, there's also like something up with the timeline, like they are saying that on the, um, like the, like the cause of death, I guess on the death certificate is like 15 minutes after they called for the medic. But then on the, um, the police report, there's like a big gap of time, like a three hour gap. So it's, it, I think that between the FBI and the Mexican authorities, they're trying to, you know, really figure out what's going on, but I'm like, they, they need to go harder. And there's also like this mystery with extradition. So I guess they're saying that like um, Mexico is waiting for like 30 or 40. There's like people on the extradition list. So they have to like wait to go down the list. And so they want to work with the U.S. to kind of like make that happen faster when they do um, process extradition orders for um, people that need to come back to Mexico. And I agree with that, right? Because it's like, for us, I don't really know how that works. Like for us, I know like they find these criminals and stuff like U.S. people that fled to Mexico, but I feel like the FBI is allowed to go there and get them or the CIA or whatever. Like I've never, um, I've never, um, you know, felt like there was like a delay or a gap in the time when there's an extradition process. So, um, Yeah. It's it's just, it's really, really sad. And we have to have answers. Poor Kyrie Irving, like he, you know, we already know he's on the blacklist, but he um, gave the family like $65,000 um, in order to just even bring her body back here. I think it was like 6000 And then like for their legal fees and funeral costs. And then he gave them like another 50000 And I'm like, you know, they have a GoFundMe um we will put in our um, link in our bio, like how you can contact the family just to like for support, just even if it's $5, like there has to be answers for this type of um, scenario, because we know that if Shanquilla Robinson was, you know, not of color, that this would have been, because you know, you're hearing about all these tourists right now. And they're like dying of these gases on like in these Mexican resorts and stuff. So it's like, you know, and they're like doing full investigations and everything. And the people are, I'm okay, you guys, I'm waving at baby Cairo. <laughs> I'm like, you know, he's so cute. So I have, to, I have to shout him out. He, baby Cairo has entered the chat. He's entered the chat. Yeah. We got to shout out to baby Cairo, but you know, because and and basically even people from all over the world other news outlets from all over the world they're talking about the importance and the emphasis of black social media and black twitter you know and i think it's commendable this is this is one of the reasons why we should have social media you know what i mean to get the word out to push for these answers because something like this should have never ever happen. I mean, these people should not have even been able to allow to leave the country. I don't know, <clears throat> excuse me, why they were, but we need to bring them back. We need to, they, they all need to go to the Mexican prison and we know what that's like. Yeah. And, and, and I know that they're investigating one suspect heavily, but I'm like, it's guilty by association. Y'all, y'all were all there. Y'all all. So it's very weird how that's also a thing. How they're like, 
only on one suspect as of right now. Like, why isn't everyone being looked closely into or brought back to Mexico? Because I've only read on they're trying to bring just one person. But I'm like, what is that? Like, what is that going to do? And there are just, you know, there are so many people, unfortunately, you have to think about that this has happened to before, before we had social media, like people that go to these other countries, South America, you know what I mean? Um, like, you know, deep, deep into like, you know what I mean? <laughs> deep into Central America. And then they're just never heard of ever again, you know? And we have to get better as a nation. And, you know, for me, I'm always like, you know, I kind of feel different ways about social media and about the influence and what, what it can do. But for things like this, I think it is so important to use um, the hashtags like Shaquilla, uh, you know, I think it's justice for Shaquilla, things like that. Like we have to press and we have to make sure that they know we are like, we need to be heard like this, this girl, this poor girl, I mean, 25 years old, you know, and a lot of, you know, just a lot is going on in these different countries with these trips, with these friends. And you already know, okay, for me personally, I don't travel in groups like that. And if I do, I have my own accommodations. I, people are always like, you could stay over. You could, mm -mm. I don't like any of that kind of stuff. I'll meet you guys where the, you know, if you guys want to go to the, you know, to the trailhead and walk, you guys want to climb up the volcano, I'll meet you there. I do not want to, I don't like, I'm particular about sharing bathrooms, spaces, kitchens. I don't, you know what I'm saying? And this, this happens a lot in group, in group things. Like even when you were, we, I think you went to, for your bachelor, um, your bachelorette party, it's like, you have, when you're dealing with people, with, you know, 14, 15 different people, you're dealing with 14 or 15 different personalities. And somewhere along the way, there's going to be some tension, some drama, some something, you know? Especially when there's 14 of them. I just can't do it, you know? And we always do this, like with my friends, like with this time when we were in New York, it was like, we always stay different places. We never stay, you know, in the same place. We always meet up at, you know, meet here, meet there, you know, but we, it's like, we don't need to occupy each other's personal time, you know? And I think that maybe that happens. These, these decisions may happen, you know, as you get older or more mature, like, you know, I think it's cool to just, I'm just not a group person though, in general. Like I want to do my own thing and be in my own timeline I want to have my own bed. I want to, you know, and I don't want to be reliant upon like transportation. Even if I fly in somewhere, people are like, I'll pick you up from the airport. I'm like, why? You don't have to pick me up. I'll meet you. <laughs> I'm going to go get an Uber, you know, like this is what that's your own way. You want to be in your own time. Yeah. You know, I'm like, it's unnecessary. So this is a huge, huge lesson. Our hearts, our prayers go out to the family of Shanquilla Robinson. And please get that hashtag out there. Um, you know, we got, I'm so just, this is just disheartening. You know, it's just so unfortunate. Um, yes, do you can, you know, send, send your love to these family, this family. And, you know, keep your circle small. Keep that circle small. And when someone shows you who they are, believe it. You know you believe. gotta believe it. 
Mm-mm. You know you got to believe it. So, you guys, um, we are going to next episode talk about, guess what? It's Christmas. It's already Christmas time. It's Christmas time. It's time for the end of the year. How are you guys going to spend your end, end of the year? I'm going to um, spend my end of the year with Janet Jackson. So I'm super excited about that. And I've been told to wear all black. So that's what I'm going to do. Yes. <laughs> and um, what, like, like what's up, like the favorite gifts this time, like this time of year? Like, you know, like, you know how every Christmas there's like a hot toy? Like, what are the hot toys? What are the hot gifts? My hot gifts, you can find those at, um, <laughs> Jasmine's laughing at me already. You know what? I actually, I don't want anything this Christmas. I just want to give, to be honest. I just want to give, you know? I don't want anything either. I mean, like, I, I, I have been receiving, so I just want to give. <laughs> I think family, family, spending time with family is like the best gift. So I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to set up a, a cabin Christmas. So hopefully that, that, that gift will be answered. Yes. A cabin Christmas, which my mother is going to refuse to go to. So there's that. Um, but I think that's, you know, that's most important. It's like, you guys just fellowship, spend that time with your family it just make when you really look when you take a step back and look at I know producers gonna think this too when you look at like the craziness people like scrambling around shopping like fighting over you know uh, in the aisle like uh, you know toys and gifts and items it's like that's not what Christmas is all about Christmas is all about you know the birth of Jesus and um, you know we have to kind of bring it in that way yeah and I feel like this. This Christmas is like Kyle's first real Christmas because like he can really move and he's going to really like terrorize all the gifts. So it's going to be great. This is a Cairo Christmas for me. It's a Cairo Christmas. And you know, he's so freaking cute, you guys. Um, so I can't wait for him to start talking so he can add his little two cents here on the M&D show. <laughs> but thank you for listening. Enjoy your week. Follow us. It's Bianca Banks. Jazz Nation 2 ends. It's been a pleasure.